Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Hezekiah L. Montgomery here. I'm the host of Man in the Mirror, along with our co-host this evening, who will be shortly joining us, Nichelle Johnson. Tonight, we'll be discussing the Master's Calling, and what does that mean? If you want to chime in and give your praise, if you want to chime in and talk about anything that's going on with the show this evening, please press the number one on your phone and you will be put in our queue. And I'm actually going to start us off this evening with prayer and then we're going to get into tonight's program. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for lying down this morning. Lord, thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a day we've never seen before, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for loving us to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for tonight's show. You know, the Master's calling, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for just bringing that to me, you know, coming from a song that has a powerful meaning and it has powerful words. So we just thank you that when you're calling us, when you're talking to us, we ask that you just open our minds, open our hearts, open our ears, that we adhere to the calling and do what thus says the Lord. Bless all those who are listening tonight, Lord. Bless all our listening audience, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the guests that have been on Man in the Mirror, Lord, and the future guests that are coming on Man in the Mirror, Lord. We ask you, Lord, just to strengthen this ministry in a mighty way that those who listen to these words, those that listen, that want to actually turn their hearts, souls, and minds over to you. And we will never fail to give you all glory, honor, and praise. We ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, about tonight's episode. Have you ever called your children and for some reason they don't hear you? Has your boss ever called you on the phone and you ignore the phone because you know that they are going to ask you to do something that you know that you don't want to do or will take more time than you're willing to give? I do remember my younger years when I heard my mom call me to come into the house. But I linger a little longer until she starts calling my full name. And then I know, and as we all know, it was time to come in before it's too late. I've come to the conclusion that we all have selective hearing. Why do I say that? Well, when you're around children, they may act like they don't hear you, but guess what? They do. So where am I going with this? My question is, what do you do when the master calls you? Do you act like you didn't hear him? Do you use your selective hearing and act like you didn't hear him? Or do you answer him when he calls? So, Michelle, the master's calling. You know, have you ever called your ch- have you ever called the children and for some reason they act like they didn't hear you? All the time. All, all the, time. the time. I think that's one thing all, all all parents are going through, you know, and we've done it ourselves, um, as I said, as when we were growing up. You know, you know, when somebody's trying to contact us, now that we have these smartphones, we can hit do not disturb, we can hit ignore. 
you know, they're trying to contact us, but we ignore them. Or we put them on mute. But right now, the, the, the question tonight and what, what, what we're going to discuss, what do we do when the master's calling? What do we do when God is calling us? Do we ignore him, Michelle, or do we adhere to the call? That is the question for tonight. <clears throat> if you're listening in, if you want to listen in, you can log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the camera or call in at 917-889-2271. We're going to be discussing this tonight. I have a few scriptures that I'm actually going to actually start off with. I have one that I'm going to start off with, and it's um, 1 Samuel chapter 3. It's when the Lord calls Samuel, and I picked this because sometimes, you know, we need help. Sometimes we don't, you know, we need something to help us here when um, we're getting that call. And um, I'll read this. It says, The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. So now at this time, what I'm getting from this is the word, as I said, the word was the word of the Lord or hearing from God was rare. So, you know, to hear from God is rare. So what what that saying is, you know what, if you do hear from him, it must be something serious. One night Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not gone gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here am I. And he ran to Eli and said, Here am I. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lay down. So he went to lay down. Again the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here am I, you called me. My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here am I, you called. Then Eli realized the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go down, go lie down, and if he calls you, say, speak, Lord. And and if he calls you, you will say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I'm about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. So we hear that. 
at the beginning of this, it was saying hearing from God was rare. So it was a time where, you know, at the beginning we know in Genesis, the first five books of the Bible, many things were going on, and God was revealing himself. But at this time of Samuel, they were saying it was rare. So when God calls, and that's a call, Samuel was a little boy. And we all know the story of how, you know, his mother was praying for him, and it was she, she prayed so hard that, you know, you know, Eli, but she was drunk. But, you know, she was praying that God, because, you know, back in the day, if you didn't have any children, people shunned you. They thought you were crazy. They thought something was wrong with you. So she prayed so hard as if she was drunk with wine, and she told Eli, no, she was just praying for a child. So Eli said, well, if this is what you want, go and, you know, you will, you know, bring a child. So she said if she has a child, just a paraphrased version, you still have to read it. She said if she has a child, she will bring him so he can serve the Lord and, you know, in the temple. And that's what she did. Now that, you know, as the child grew, what happened? The Lord, in a rare time, let's remember that, the Lord started speaking at Samuel. But at his age, at that time, he did not know who God was. He heard of him, but he didn't know who he was. So when he was, you know, when the Lord called him Samuel, he ran to Eli because he thought it was Eli. Here I am. But then Eli said, well, it wasn't me. You know, I didn't call you. Well, go back and lie down. Again, the Lord, as we read, Samuel, Samuel, he got up again, as children do. When they, they're not of the age of understanding, he got up and ran back to Eli. And Eli, again, second time, second time, you know, said, I didn't call you. Go lie back down. So a third time it happened, and that's when Eli realized. It's like the light bulb went on in his head. And what did he say? He told him to speak for your servant is listening. We and we as people have a hard time of listening. We want to get our point across. We want to tell everybody about what's going on with us. But we have a hard time of getting our point across. And you know, you know, we always you know, because we don't listen. So when he says speak what your servant listening, that's when God was able to tell what he was about to do to the Israelites. Is it an easy thing for us to listen? Yes. What do you think, Michelle? Oh, I think really we hear him all the time, but either we're not tuned in to hear his voice or listen to the voice or either we are ignoring it because it's, you know, we hear him telling us to do some things that we don't want to do or that we don't think we're ready for. Right. So I I think that's one of the biggest things that that we do, and I think we do it so quickly that sometimes we don't even realize, you know, that we're doing it. When we feel that tug on us to do something, 
and we, you know, hear him telling us to move, and we just, out of fear, we don't move, or we don't, you know, think that's for us. And I, I know I gave this, you know, testimony or talked about this in a prior show, but, you know, it's been like instances where I could clearly hear him calling and see there's there's more than one way that that God could be speaking to you. He can speak to you through your own thoughts. He can speak to you through the word. He can speak to you through other people. And so, you know, some ways are easier to ignore when, when we hear him in our own thoughts trying to move us in the spirit to do something, sometimes it's a little easier to ignore it than when somebody will come and say that thing to us. But I gave a, uh, um, I was talking about a while ago a story where I literally could hear him telling me to do something, and out of fear I did not move, and I literally saw someone come right behind me and do what he was trying to get me to do. And that that is the thing that made me a believer in the fact that whatever, you know, God wants us to do, his word won't return void, number one. And he's going to get his way. He's going to get his what he wants accomplished accomplished. But will you allow him to use you? Or does he have to use another willing vessel? Wow. Yeah, we definitely have to be careful of that. And again, I titled today's song, today's show from a song that's been dear to my heart. And it's called The Master's Calling. And if we go into the, actually put these word, the words to the song in our, um, on our page, and the words are clear and precise. And when you think about it, it's like, wow. You know, when I listen to the song, the Lord is ministering to me, and I, I'm like, you I'll go back and say, when were the times that I didn't listen? When were the times that I hear? You know, when were the times that, you know, I didn't kneel. And the words are, listen while you still can hear. Let's look. We went to a friend of ours um, program who got her doctors in theology. And I was impressed, super impressed, that they made sure that they had the deaf ministry there. So they weren't left out. Mm-hmm. So how we take advantage of the idea that we can hear, but what happens if you can't hear? What is going to happen? A song is saying, listen while you still can hear. So, and it says that several times, listen while you still can hear. You know, we take advantage. You know, we take extreme advantage of the situation in our life that other people don't have the luxury of hearing. Some people mm-hmm. have to depend on hearing aids. Some people are deaf and mute. But the song is saying, listen while you still can hear. Listen while you still can hear. The master's calling 
the master's call. That the master is God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. He wants us to listen. She's trying to tell us. Um, when Deborah Joy Winers wrote this, she's she's saying, "Listen while you still can hear." Many of us don't do. We ignore. We put when people send us texts, it takes us twenty four hours to. What if Jesus was texting you? What would you do? Well, I'm busy right now. Uh-huh. And this is one. How many of us know how to humble ourselves? Bow down while your knees still bend. And I know as you get older, as we get older, we, you know, some of us are having issues, you know, with our bodies. You know, bow down while your knees still bend. That's real life. That is real life. We are talking about praising God, humbling ourselves before, you know, before God. And there are people who have bad knees. There are people who don't have any knees. There are people out there who wish they can bow down and worship the way we can worship. Amen. And all she's saying with this verse is saying, bow down while you while your knees still bend. Do we ever think about that? I better bow down because I don't know. I don't know the day. The day will come when I won't be able to bend these knees. Because when offers start, offers start coming, or different, just you know, different health issues start setting in, you may not have the opportunity, as other people may have, to bow down while our knees still bend. The master's calling, and then she goes in to say, "I don't want to run or walk away." How many of us have walked away? When God was trying to tell us to do something, hint, 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 or mm-hmm. or God was trying to share something with us, hint, 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 or we, you know, we got that Jonah syndrome, you know, you know, God told him to go to Nineveh. Ah, those people cray cray, those people are crazy. I ain't going, it ain't going to happen. He ran. He ran. God was calling him. The Master was calling him to do something, and what did he do? He ran. You know, she said, I don't want to run or walk away from him. No, I don't want to walk away from him. Now, there's a scripture, and even I and Michelle is going to find it. She says, by me to your side. Now, there's a time in our life when we're going to be so close, close to God that we don't want him to go anywhere. We don't want him to go anywhere. We want to be bound to him. We want to be bound to the side of him. She's saying, I want to be so close to you that you'll never be able to let me go. You'll never be able to let me go. You know, that's what you call being close. You know, that's what you, you know, talk about being close. I mean, find me to yourself. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be left out. I don't want to go anywhere, and I don't want to left out. You know, you know, that is what you're talking about, getting close, being that close relationship. Find me to your side that. I won't be left out. 
You're listening live with Amanda Mary, with your host, Hezekiah of Montgomery, and co-host Michelle Johnson. We are talking about the master's calling or being called by God. But are we listening? Being asked to do something, are we paying attention? Are we being like, you know, are we going to do like Samuel, which as Samuel had a, in the, as a small child, he had a reason, but once he was told, next time God calls you, they speak or your servant listens. Are we going to, are we that easy or we got to give God a hard time? Mm-hmm. Not yet. You ain't called me to do that. Mm-mm, I'm not, I, I'm not ready to do that. But we have to listen. You know, because if God takes that ability, if God takes your hearing away, if God takes those needs away, so you can't do the things you want to do, you know, if you're not doing it for him, what's the reason of doing it? Because our life is to worship and serve him. Wherever we go, we are a representation of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. Wherever we go, we are a representation of him. So the song is basically saying, are you listening? If you are, are you doing, are, are you listening to what he wants from us, wants from you, wants from me. Again, you're listening live with Man and Mary. You can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in dash the mirror and join our discussion of about the master's calling because he calls everyone because he has a job for everyone to do. But not all of us listen. I know I didn't a long time ago. I was a runner too. I'm like, huh, nope, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do whatever you have me to do. You know, I want to do my own thing. And many of us are like that, right, Michelle? Oh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, you know, you hear people talk about it when they're talking about when God was calling them to preach and calling them up higher and how they, you know, they kind of did like Jonah, ran the opposite way, right, um, from what God was telling them until they couldn't run anymore. So, you know, we hear him, but we're not always ready to listen. I'll put it that way. True. We're not always ready to listen. Uh, and that's the thing that we definitely have to get and get out of our mind that when he's calling us, we have to be ready to listen. We have to be ready to listen. And you know, God gave me that. God gave me that because He knew it was something that was on my mind. Like I said, that song was something that I loved, and we're going to continue talking about that song. But the song was something that was always, you know, in my mind. Do we really listen? I used to, like I said earlier, when when my mom called me, I would wait to one, two, or three calls out in the street. And then uh, last time, as a kid, say, why you put my Benjamins out there? By the time you you know you by the time you say all their whole name, you know it's time to go. Has that ever happened to you in the show? 
You say has which part ever happened to me? <laughs> has your mom ever called you and had to call you several times before you decide, you know what? You better get to going. <laughs> right. You better get going. Um no, I was a really good child. <laughs> if if my mom uh, Yeah <laughs> Sorry. I mean if she called me usually, you know, I I didn't always listen, especially if it was, wasn't something I wanted to do. I didn't always listen to what she told me to do, but if she called me I came. I didn't I did not ignore my mother. Oh, so you were the good child, okay. You know, I all of us weren't be. always it a good didn't child. didn't always work out that way. It didn't always work out that way. Okay. You know, we just, you know, all of us weren't the good children, you know, the goody two-shoes, the one that was always doing, doing what's right. But, you know, this is basically we're talking about, you know what, when God is calling us, what are we going to do? Are we going to adhere to the call? Or are we going to act like our kids do with that selective hearing? They hear, but they don't respond. You can call them for 20 minutes. They hear you, but they don't respond. Uh, we're winding down to the first half hour of the show. And, again, you're listening live with Man and Mary with your host and hostess, Hezekiah Montgomery, in this show, Johnson, as we are discussing uh fabulous topic tonight, The Master's Calling. You'll be able to listen to this on demand and hear everything that we spoke about tonight. And if you have any questions or comments, you can call in at 917-889-2271. Press number one on your phone and join us in the discussion because I have a couple more scriptures that I'm actually going to bring on, you know, after we do our, you know, at the second half because you know, this is something that we need to talk about and needs to be addressed, That and that the song was just something that was just opening up the soul, heart, and mind of everyone when you listen to it. Because when you sit down and be in deep thought, because I know we all get in that deep thought one day, are you really paying attention? Are we really paying attention to the call? When that call is coming, or are we just, you know, minding our mind our own business and not wanting to do what God is trying to tell us to do? You know, He's calling us, and we, you know, so what's, what's that thing when you know when we were five pastors and pastors always ask someone to pray with, and you're in a prayer circle. What normally happens, Michelle? I don't understand what you say. I said, when if you if you are somewhere and your pastor may be in a prayer circle or whatever, and he has somebody to pray with, and nine times out of ten, what do people do? Well, Everybody look the other direction. Down so they at the ground. <laughs> yeah, look down at the ground. They turn around. You know, they find something on their clothes that they can be looking at. You know, that's what happens. It's called avoidance. We try to avoid 
We try so hard to avoid, but we can't. Okay. Excellent, excellent. I'm definitely enjoying this. we got much more to come. A couple word notes from our supporters. Music instruction for all learners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 and set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, and motivate the ch- and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on their Facebook page. And with that, we're going to hear the song of the night, The Masses calling. Oh 
You're listening live with a man in the mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and our fantastical co-host, Michelle Johnson. We are discussing tonight the Master's Calling, and that was the song that helped us all tonight, the Master's Calling. And, you know, she said, listen while you still can <laughs> excuse me, listen while you still can hear, bow while you still can Bow on your knees while you still can bend. Bind me to your side. Bind me to your side. Praise him while you still can praise. That's another thing, Michelle, that we, you know, we don't want nobody. What's that saying? I don't want the rocks to cry cry for me. You know, because there is a scripture that um, Mm -hmm. I did look up, uh, you know, lost it on my laptop. But the scripture says, you know, if you don't praise me, the rocks will cry out. I'm like, a rock? Now, that's only God can do something like that. Now, if you ain't going to praise me, a rocks will praise me. Now, rocks are inanimate objects. But if he said, he with the big H, if he said, if you don't praise me, the rocks will praise me. I don't want no rocks praising for me. I'll praise you. I'll praise you. I'll say hallelujah. I'm sorry? I was saying that was um, Luke 19 and 40 that you're talking about. Uh, yeah, and it says, uh, and, and I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And I don't want no stone crying out for me, so let me just praise him right now. You know, that's what we need to do. Because it's like, if you don't praise him while you still can praise, what happens to that point when you're sick and you can't praise him? What happens to that point when you're down and out and you can't praise him like like you want to? That's why she said those words, praise him while you still can praise. Praise him now. Don't wait. Don't wait to that point where you can't and you want to. You know, that's why I say, that's why she said, listen while you still can hear. Like we said earlier, you know, when you get plenty of churches that have a deaf ministry and they are still praising him. They can't hear. They can sign language and they are still praising him. That's, that's what I was talking about is they can still praise him. Why they, you know, they can't hear, but they are still praising. That's what she's talking. Praise them while you still can praise. Listen while you still can hear. The master's calling. Many, you know, we we know when somebody's calling us. And I, again, Michelle, I use that prime example. Our kids hear everything we say, but they choose that. You know, we all have that selective hearing. You know, when we hear what we want to hear. We choose to hear what we want to hear, and then we drown out everything else. We all are like that. So, you know, I'm not even going to say it's just the kids. We are all like that. We choose what we want to hear, but we can't play with God. What's that that saying? You can run, but you can't hide. Amen. Your arm's too short to box with God. You can whatever (laughs) way you want to say it. I mean, you you can ignore him. You can, what's that saying, bat your eyes, like, you you know, turn your head. 
But he's calling us. He's calling all of us. He's called us to do a work. He's called us to pray. He's called us to read his word diligently. Um, Timothy says, study to show thyself approved. That's a calling. You know, we have to be prepared when we go on our jobs and people ask us why we're so different. Because I heard what the Lord had for me today. I heard what God wants me to talk to you about. I heard what God has been doing in my life. Because I've been listening. Now, they're going to look at you like, okay, what's wrong with you? But when you listen, when you study, because we all, you know, many of us went to college, got those degrees. We had a lot of studying to do to get that piece of paper. You know, when we take tests, we go through a lot of studying. So what? And my question tonight for anyone who's listening is so hard, Michelle, about listening to the master's call. I'm just not understanding what is so hard. You know, when our boss calls us at work and wants us to do something, and we know we're getting paid, what's the first thing we're going to do? Do it. Because we know we're getting paid. We may not like at the time that they call or we may not want to do it. What are we going to do? Yeah, because we want that paycheck every week, every by week. Amen. We don't want to end Hallelujah. up in that unemployment. <laughs> we don't want to end up in that unemployment line because we didn't want to listen to our boss. But we have to think that Jesus and the master is our first boss. So when he is calling us, when he is wanting us to do something, do we act like Jonah and try to run away from going to Nineveh or going over to that, you know, uh, the kids are not exempt? Or if God says, I want you to go be nice to that person. Uh Uh-uh. I want you to be nice to that little boy. No, mm mm-mm. You know, I want to be nice to that little girl. Because if you go be nice to that person, and other people want to look at you like, why are you being nice? But if God tells you to do it, and he's calling you to do it, we have a choice. We're either going to listen. That's that's the first thing. Listen while you still can hear. We're going to listen, or we're going to ignore. Mm-hmm. Again, I say that we're going to listen, or we're going to ignore. Now, if you ignore, there's consequences for ignoring. When your children ignore you, when you tell them to do something, are there consequences? Uh, yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. And they better be ready for those consequences because if you ignore the call, don't think you've gotten away with it. A lot of us think, you know, when God wants to do something, we just ignore him, that, you know, maybe he'll forget about it. Mm-mm. Parents don't forget anything. They may act like they forget, but, you know, you want them to forget. But it's not a thing to ignore. God, when God calls you, when the master's calling, he's being serious about it. If he wants you to go talk to that little person, you never know that little boy, that little girl may be having a bad day. You go over there and brighten up their day. 
you have just put a smile on God's heart. You have just put a smile on the Holy Spirit is just shout hallelujah for everything you've done. But if you ignore, then God's like, you know, you know, God is not happy because, you know, when God wants us to do something, he wants us to do it. And, that, and again, that goes for adults too. We on a job, and God wants us to go speak to that, you know, one of our, you know, people that we work with, and we know their disposition. They not the they're not the nicest person around, but Michelle, you may be the person that they want you to go talk. That God wants you to go talk to them, and you're making up in your mind, hmm, should I wait to about three minutes to clock out time? To try to go and talk to that person Knowing that everybody's going to be Getting out of the job in a few minutes So you're just Using a ploy That Okay God I'll go talk to him You take your time go walk over to that person Next thing you know it's time to go home So so We are these things that we do To get out of dorm And kids dorm too These are things that we do to get out of doing what God wants us to do. He knows it. And it's kind of funny because our kids always think they're fooling us. And they should know that we know better than they do. We've been around we've been around a little longer than them. But they think they're fooling us. And we think we're fooling God. You know, he's telling us to oh, do no, something. No, no, no. Mm. He's telling us to do something And we try to come up with all kind of What's the E word? Excuses Not right now, God You know, my show is on I need you to go to Bible study tonight He's going to go to Bible study tonight You know, well, you know what I just got in from work and I'm tired You could have been There could have been a great word for you At Bible study he was calling you to go to Bible study. What did you do? They can hear you calling the hogs on the on the on the couch. Because you said just gonna take that little nap and then get up. It's that sacrifice. It's that sacrifice that would have gotten you that word when he's calling you. So yeah, it's not again, Michelle, it's not it's just the kids, it's just adults. Because we don't mm-hmm. adhere all the time and when God is calling us. We have that selective hearing. We on we on us. I, I think if he texts us, we would even ignore the text. <laughs> I'm so serious. Uh, no, we, we, don't, we don't ignore text. We would have answered him then. See, he needs to get to the technology. That's the problem. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's what you're saying. So if he texts us, I think more people would adhere to the master's if, call. Okay, okay, okay. I got if you. If he texts so we got, you know, got an inbox us. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, uh, I, I wonder if God was on Facebook. How many friends would he have? Amen. Good question. That's a good. I'm I'm so serious with the Lord. Just gave me that one. How many friends would he have? Could they be like? They'd be sorry. They'd be like, they people would not go on Facebook. I don't think they would go because they would be stirred. <laughs> That like he would God inbox my, him. God might inbox me. He gonna see I'm active. <laughs> he gonna inbox me. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. 
terrible. Now, would you, wanna... you know, all our inboxes are. Go ahead. <laughs> I was saying I <laughs> that that is funny, y'all. <laughs> but I wanted to read um, <laughs> these these scriptures. Um, about, you know about us listening to God, and I think I think these are important. And I wanted to bring this out. And one of the scriptures I want to read is from Proverbs, and you know that's the that's the the book of wisdom that gives us good godly wisdom to live by, right? But the first two scriptures are in Isaiah. Isaiah 28 and 23 says, Listen and hear my voice. Pay attention and hear what I say. And Isaiah 30 and 21 says, Your own ears will hear him. Right behind you a voice will say, This is the way you should go, whether to the right or to the left. And I think those are really um, good scriptures to read because it's talking about two different things. One, just hearing God when he's um, talking to you. And the other one is when he's actually trying to lead and guide you, which he does that too. He he will literally tell us which way we should go, like how what decisions we should make. And when we ignore him, boy, oh, boy, do we end up in a lot of trouble. But I wanted to read, um, like I said, the one in Proverbs. And I actually wanted to read two versions because, you know, a lot of people like the King James Version. But I wanted to read the easy-to-read version, too, because I think it really brings home the point about what this group of Scripture is saying. So in Isaiah, I'm sorry, Proverbs 1, 24 to 33 it says because i have called and ye refused i have stretched out my hand and no man regarded but ye have set at mm. naught all my counsel and with none of my reproof i will laugh at your calamity i will mock you when fear mm. cometh when you when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind when distress and anguish come, cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me. But I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they that hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they were none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and be quiet from fear of evil. So now that's that's understandable enough. Like I got that <laughs> from what it was saying. But I just really, I wanted to read this easy to read version because I love it. It says, I tried to help you, but you refused to listen. I offered my hand, mm. but you turned away from me. You ignored my advice and refused to be corrected. So I will laugh at your trouble and make fun of you when, you are, when what you fear happens. Disasters will strike you like a storm. Problems will pound you like a strong wind. Trouble and misery will weigh you down. Fools will call for me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, 
but they will not find me. That is because they hated knowledge. They refused to hear and respect the Lord. They ignored my advice and refused to be corrected. They filled their lives with what they wanted. They went their own way, so they will get what they deserve. Fools die because they refuse to follow wisdom. They are content to follow their foolish ways, and that will destroy them. But those who listen to me will live in safety and comfort. They will have nothing to fear. How you like those answers? Preach it. <laughs> I don't preacher, even want to go beyond go that. Wow. That, was, that was self-explanatory. <laughs> Jaw dropped. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I think that says it right there. I think that that is a pretty You're good right. description of how God feels about it when we just refuse to listen. Yeah, when we ignore those texts, you know, when you know he tries to inbox us on Facebook and we um we see it there. You ever see a message and you don't want to touch it? You don't even want to yeah, click on it because you touch it, they're gonna be able to tell that you saw it. <laughs> exactly. So you look, you're standing there with your mouse, and I can see some people just standing there with their mouse. Trying to contemplate should they touch it, should they right click left right click on it, or should they, you know, you know, they don't know what to do because they're just staring at that inbox and it said from God. And they're scared of what's going what's what's going to be in it. Because then that means that if you Acknowledge that you got it, and you can't say, "Well, I didn't see it." Mm-hmm. And we like to play ignorant. That's the, that's yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah. Um, fraud. <laughs> that's the biggest fraud. A lot of us perpetuate. We we will we will say, "I didn't know." We we say, "No foul, no harm." I didn't know, and we knew good and well. Yep, you know, some of us are so technic, so in tune to our cell phones that if God really calls you or texts you, you have no choice because he know he already knows that you're in tune to that phone. You know, mm-hmm. our children are so in tune to the cell phones. They it's kind of funny because sometimes our kids have the nerve to try to ignore us when we text or call them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So we we know how that is. Uh, we're winding down. You're still listening to Man and Mayor with your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson. We're talking about the master's calling. Michelle, please make sure you put those scriptures, copy and paste those scriptures um, in the event page because that those scriptures, you know, hit it. Those scriptures really hit it because, you know, as they say, ignorance is bliss. We can't say we're ignorant. Because when they, you know we may joke and play, but when he's actually calling, he knows that we're here. We hear it. He knows it's better than we do. He knows it's better than we know ourselves. He knows that you're ignoring him, but that that's not. Now this is the key. 
That doesn't stop him from loving us. You know, he will always love us. He loved us so much that he sent his son on the cross to die for our sin. That's how much he loves us. He loves us so much that he gave us the story of the prodigal son who walked, you know, the parable of the prodigal son who said, I want mine, I'm going away, wasted it all. And when he came back and known that he was wrong, his father brought him back in the fold with arms open because his father waited for him. That's love. You know, his father waited for him. That's love. You know, because his father knew. And that's how God is. God knows we're going to mess up. But he's uh-huh. just waiting for us to get it together. He knows we heard everything he said. You know, you know, he knew he we hear him. When a master calls us, he knows we heard him. He's just waiting for us knuckleheads to say, Okay. You know, I'll wait till you to start to get together. I'm here. We may be on those old raggedy knees, but we're gonna get there. You know, something may cause us to go deaf, but we're gonna hear. You know, something may happen. But guess what? God is still going to get the glory through everything that goes on in our life because that's how he is. As we're winding down the show, we got a little under four minutes. Any last words or comments? I don't know why I wait to this time to decide to ask you, but go ahead anyway. (laughs) All I was going to say is... I'm set myself up. All I was going to say, because I think that last few scriptures, I love it. It was very uh, complete, okay? But all I want to say is I just really admonish the listening audience. When you hear that small, still voice tell you what to do, whether to move to the left or the right, what decisions to make, and, you know, what to say to people and to to say something to someone, strangers, people you may not even talk to on a regular basis. Just heed. Heed. Do what God is telling you to do because we are the representation of Christ here on earth. If we don't do what God is calling us to do, if we don't make the moves that he's calling us to make, who will do it? He's going to have to go from person to person until he finds the one that will listen and to be able to carry out his will because his will will be done here on earth. But wouldn't you rather be the one that's blessed by listening and being obedient? Obedience is better than the sacrifice. So I just admonish you to heed God when he's speaking to you, when he's guiding you, when he's leading you. Because that's what we pray for, for him to lead and guide us and speak to us. So he, when he's actually doing it, because it's all working for your good. Amen. 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 I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening. As we talked about the Master's Call, I will remind you that um, this show will be on demand within the next 30 minutes within the next 30 minutes, and you will be able to hear it, pass it along, text it to people. You know, let other people hear. Go to our website, www.blogtalkradio.com, forward slash man, that's in that's the mirror. Invite others to listen. 
to the episodes because it'll be very refreshing to them. But tonight's episode was an excellent one. Remember, when you hear him calling you, listen. It will be the best thing that you've ever done. This is Hezekiah Al Montgomery signing off, and we'll see you at the mirror.